the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob. Ah, you're awful. <laughs> and A.J. Applegar. It's Sin-Shu-Chu. It's a mouthful. All right, all right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me as usual, my co-host, sporting the pink F6P shirt, AJ Abagarth. What's up, man? Feeling good. Feeling good. Got a new, less uh, invasive of a mullet-looking do. Uh, <laughs> less of hair up top. That was already there. And uh, yeah, pink shirt. Beer ready to crack open, and uh, yeah, I'm ready to do this. Looks like uh, looks like we all got haircuts. I think uh, producer Jeff got one too, man. Yeah, it's like we didn't play this at all. This is kind of random. I got one on uh, I got one on Sunday, so yeah, good stuff, man. It was it was, it was time. <laughs> so yeah, I was uh, I was ready. I was ready to go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I said, I did almost have the guy just let me do a mullet, but then I was just like, no, eh. uh, no, nah, nah, dude. Nah, yeah. you're good. Um, <laughs> so, before we continue, want to remind everybody to you know hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, follow us wherever you're watching or listening to us. We appreciate the support and helps us out. Um, so there's no guests this week. Sorry, as as it says down there, you're stuck with us. I'm sorry, uh, but we still get to do our beer of the week. Mm, beer. All right, AJ. All right. I guess I'll just try one. Oh, yeah. All right. This is the Sublimated Dreams Double India Pale Ale with New Zealand Grown Hops. All right. This one is uh, out of, I believe, Burlington Brewing. Sorry, Burlington Beer Company. My apologies, Burlington. Quite a delicious tasty little treat though interesting hops for sure um but it's good cool cool uh <clears throat> so i'm drinking uh, another local brew odenton maryland it is from crooked crab brewing it is jumbo lump i love their cans their cans are funny um nice. jumbo up and uh it is brewed with i believe fruity vic secret simcoe and mosaic uh, it's uh, it's pretty smooth. It is an eight and a half double IPA, uh, and it is a it's a hazy as well. So, cheers, cheers. The the whole reason I could actually describe the taste of that beer is because I have had it before. So, in case, <laughs> in case our listeners were wondering, I cheated and uh, I I have had it, but I also cheated and used Untap, which uh, I just checked it in, gave it a four and a quarter. I know uh, Jeff would approve. <laughs> As he shakes his head and rolls his eyes. <laughs> I like my beers. I buy good beers on purpose, Jeff. Relax. I don't like to check in two and a half. <laughs> anyway. All right. So tonight what we're going to do is we're going to cover some recent injury news uh, and update you with all of that. Thank you, Dylan. Then we're going to give in. Yeah. Cheers, man. Uh then we're going to get into some ad drops. You know, we're three-ish weeks into the season. And, um, you know, it's, it's time to really start thinking about 
changing your roster over who who are we looking at dropping or maybe moving on from via trade or et cetera. And, and who's, who should be on your radar as far as guys who are severely underowned in, in our opinion. Um, so we'll get there. And then at the end, producer Jess going to join us and uh, we're gonna have a little game of uh, who would you rather roster? So it'll be fun. And uh, AJ and I will probably be wrong on every single one of those. Cause I'm sure Jeff made it very fun. So anyway, let's jump in here with the injuries. AJ, lead the way, man. All right. We will start off with Mr. Juan Soto. He is dealing with a left shoulder strain right now. And uh, a Masson report came out yesterday that said the injury does not appear serious. That is good news. But take a wait-and-see approach. Who you got? Yeah, man, uh, the Juan Soto one, man, the Juan Soto one is uh, is it's rough. That kind of came out of nowhere, like it just kind of yeah. popped up right right before game time. It felt like, and uh, I know the boys over there on the On Deck Circle podcast talked about it on Tuesday. Um, so you know, go ahead and check that one out. I'm sure they had a lot more in depth action than, than we're going to get into, but uh, that that that's a painful injury for everybody. He was like you know one, two, three top pick here, so. Um, nobody really was called up that's worth a damn, so don't even worry about that. But uh, yeah, you yeah. just got to bide your time with him, and hopefully, it really isn't serious. Uh, moving on here to Cody Bellinger, and you know, <laughs> we talked about this last week where we thought it was just he was dealing with swelling in the calf that got spiked, or you know, in the shin that got spiked. Uh, turns out he has a hairline fracture. <laughs> okay. How did that not get caught on scans or whatever the hell they did after? Like, I don't get it. But anyway, they found out it was a hairline fracture. Um, that's why it wasn't healing. And so it's it's Cody Bellinger's come out and said it's still painful. Um, he's done light running on it, which I guess is good news. He was actually he took batting practice today, but it still sounds like it could be a little while until he's back. So, you know, we're gonna see a lot more of uh, you know AJ Pollock getting outfield reps and things like that, who usually sits every now and then. So, uh, I mean, I guess you know if you want to go out there and grab him, fine. But he's not having a great start to the year either. So, no, it great is what it name, is. horrible start. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it was a hairline fracture. I'm gonna go ahead and say that's probably why they didn't catch it. It was very, very thin, hard to see, maybe. You pay their doctors. I'm, I'm, you pay their, doctor. I'm sure. I'm not sure their doctor. doctors to pay a lot of money to see that kind of crap. So let's just. Hey, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, moving on, but sticking in the outfield here, uh, Ronald Acuna is dealing with an abdominal strain. Hopes to return Friday. Um, I mean, this is this is big too. Uh, again, it's <laughs> right there with the the Soto news, as in the fact that he was basically number one overall and he's been playing many like number drafts. one overall <laughs> um yeah and he's he's been killing it so it's that's a big blow for sure yeah absolutely man uh, that, that, i need him back quick <laughs> I already, that's the same team i lost eloy on and uh <laughs> oh that'd be brutal all right over Couldn't to home could you what I said you couldn't have lost him week one too, could you? <laughs> Don't worry. At least I didn't beat you ten nothing like I did the next guy. Yeah, I'll, I'll take my eight to two. Rough. <laughs> uh, over to my hometown team, Anthony Santander on the aisle with an ankle sprain, likely to miss two to four weeks. Um, I guess sort of silver lining here is is Austin Hayes returned like the same day it happened <laughs> which was kind of weird so 
Yeah, he's gonna get some some reps there. It looks like he's gonna start, but they're gonna slow play him back into action and mix him in with some DJ Stewart. Uh, so they get a, a bit of a boost over what their value would have been, but um, yeah, it, it not really excited about either one of those guys. Unfortunately, it sounds like they're just. I mean, I, I really liked Hayes coming in the season. We talked about him a bunch, but uh, it's just not looking like it's really going to work out as well as like I was hoping. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Maybe the injury will 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 make it better. Uh, yeah, I mean, if anything, it'll it'll get him some consistent reps and maybe he can figure some things out. But also what we've seen with him when he's gotten reps is that he just ends up getting injured. So, you know, he's exactly. already been injured once. <laughs> maybe that happens again. Hopefully not. Uh, I'd like to see him actually play for, uh, you know, maybe four, five games in a row. That would be, that'd be a nice change of pace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but who knows? We'll see. Uh, we got Joachim Soria. Uh, he is already throwing, so that's good news for him. Uh, he should be returning pretty soon, um, but keep an eye on him. Yeah, real quick there on that one. I uh, just noticed today uh, after I made these notes, uh, Stefan Crichton uh, is actually injured today. He's now day-to-day. I had a comebacker hit him in the hand. So it may not be serious. Uh, X-rays already came back negative, but uh, he'll probably be sidelined for a couple of days, and he was kind of like the fill-in closer. So yeah. if you're in a saves-only league and you picked him up, hoping you know he could get some saves from him, you might be able to just drop him because it sounds like Soria is back any day now, and uh, you're not going to get saves from Crichton for the next couple of days probably. Yeah, so keep an eye on that situation overall, but hopefully Soria will be back much sooner than later. Uh, and then we also have Yermin Mercedes. Uh, he left Tuesday's game after fouling a ball off his foot. Um, it looks like he should be back for tomorrow's games, um, but we've obviously seen weirder things happen with uh captain hairline fracture mr bellinger see <laughs> cody uh, bellinger yes <laughs> so just keep an eye on it yeah absolutely um hopefully cuz he's been he's been fired to start the season man i uh, got him in a couple spots and i'm and i'm loving the returns uh to my uh, apparent man crush is what you guys called it over the uh, all season here mike Mustakis. um it was it was weird. Like he got sick over the weekend. This past weekend was set to return on like Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it was Tuesday, and then all of a sudden they scratched him last second and put him on the IL. And it was like, what? Okay, yeah. So, I mean, hopefully it's nothing serious. And obviously they're not saying what it is. It doesn't sound like it's COVID. Um, you would think of like it's an illness going to put you on the IL. It might be like really bad. I, I don't know. It just seems odd. Like. I hate to say it, man, but like the Mancini thing kind of just creeps up in my mind when I hear somebody like just randomly getting sick and then going on the IL and like there's just nothing being said about it. Right. And so like I'm hoping it's not that. Um Mustakas is uh, a great player and and I hope he's back soon. Uh they're saying, you know, they hope he's back next week when he's eligible, but we'll see. Uh next guy here, Gavin Lux. Uh, went on the IL with a wrist injury. It was retroactive a few days before because he hadn't played for a little while. Uh, sounds like it's not going to keep him out very long, and he was actually taking grounders today on the field. So um, Chris Taylor, who did have a little bit of a boost of value, is no longer going to have that, and uh, I'll get to that later too. But, uh, yeah, Gavin Lux should be back soon to, to take that over. Yeah, 
So I want to jump in real quick with a tweet that was just posted by producer Jeff um, from Stats by Stats. Each of the first eight outs recorded by Christian Javier tonight came via swinging strikeouts. He is the first Astros pitcher to get his first eight outs in a game by strikeout since Jim Deshaies on wow. 923-1986. Not even not even a Verlander one. The Dodgers. Woo, that's that's pretty. That is uh that is awesome. And I really hope like hell the guy that I'm playing does not have him. Uh all right. So moving back into the injuries here, we have Starling Marte. He's on the IL right now with a fractured rib. Not really a timetable that we've seen yet. Um, this opens things up for Lewis Brinson, who's been called up, but uh, it's Lewis Meh. Brinson. So I, I think you <laughs> should know what you should do there. Drink Not at him. <laughs> uh, yes, drink heavily yes. if you already did add him. <laughs> Christian Yelich is the next one up, and we discussed him last week as well. Uh, the update now is that he's on the IL. So... Again, back injuries can linger, and that's kind of what we said last week. And, uh, I mean, honestly, I, I don't think there's any guarantee he returns even when he's first eligible. So uh, I think they're going to slow play with him. And, you know, they, they should because back injuries can really just 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 linger big time. We start losing Brunson right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> Trent, have you been drinking more than us? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Not fair. Uh, so we've got uh, – Gene Segura is now on the IL with quad strain. Obviously, this is not good news for me and my fandom. Um, brings up Brad Miller. He's been starting, but they also called up, uh, you know, the once top prospect Scott Kingery. Eh, I Kingery is uh, has not been very good. So the once in the once top prospect is why it's there uh, because he's <laughs> not been good. So no. maybe he's somehow tried to get some confidence back by being, you know, down in the minors to start the season. But I, I don't know. I think, I think the Phillies have just kind of screwed him up a little bit, honestly, but um, not really interested in either of these guys right now. Um, but Mickey Moniak has been making some noise. So if you're looking for some, uh, intriguing help uh he might be there that you want to want to go look at yeah it's it's the bad situation over there unfortunately yeah oh man and one that really kills me is uh denison lament uh took a chance on him in one league you know i i waited on some pitching and then took a chance i knew he was injured i know that's a huge risk and uh he returned Wednesday, looked phenomenal through 29 pitches. <laughs> uh, four strikeouts, no earned runs, 29 pitches. That was great. Forearm tightness. We all know what that means, right? That's, we all that's, know what that usually uh, means, right? Been, that's been, uh, that's the closest to the same initials as yours, but not quite. Uh, that, that's, that's the TJ. Tommy John is screaming Tommy John, man. They actually had him scheduled for an MRI, and now they're saying, no, we're going to wait to see how he feels. What? Just go get it done. Like, what? 
Are you guys uh, on a budget with your doctors that know what the team is on? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, just go get the MRI, figure out if it's bad, and just make the decision. He already had elbow surgery over the offseason, so that we know there's something wrong there. Like, go figure it out, get it done, make him out for the season, let people move on from him. But uh, you know, it's 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 a tough situation because we see how good he is. That slider is unhittable. Uh, so it's it's crazy. So uh, yeah, it's tough, man. Like if you don't have IL spies, I think you're moving on from Lamed at this point. I, I don't think he's I don't think he's coming back for a while. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely one to uh, to just get rid of at this point, which sucks because I'm a big fan of his as well. And and I don't think I did end up getting him in the one league. I was thinking about it, but we dropped down to ten teams, so I figured, man, he'd be sitting there anyways. Um, uh, next one does hurt me a little bit. Uh, Cueto is on the IL with a lat strain. I mean, he's been pitching pretty well this season so far. Uh, it was a viable streaming option, but not right now, obviously, cause he's not healthy. Um, but that's exactly what happened. I picked him up as a viable streaming option and he immediately got injured. So <laughs> par for it's all your my fault. course, it's all your fault. Yes, uh, Steven Strasburg is on the IL as well with shoulder inflammation. Um, he does not have any timetable for his return. He's been throwing from about 75 feet or so. Uh, you know, he could still be a couple weeks away at least. Um, so keep an eye on that. If you're a Strasburg owner, if you are a Lance Lynn owner, you know that he just recently went on the IL as well. I'm trying to think if that was, yep, because I own him in both leagues that I'm in and uh, started him, and he also immediately went on the IL after that. Uh, It did sound like he is likely to come off when first eligible uh, next week, Um, so that that would be good news for the Lynn owners. Um, What was the other one that I saw? I know you're going to rip into the ones from today, but yesterday, uh, Brandon Nimmo, was oh I didn't miss that from the start and um he also did not start tonight yeah no you're right sorry i missed that one uh yeah so the injuries today the updates today uh brian hayes he was close it sounded like but he suffered a setback with that injury and that wrist injury and he's um who knows at this point it's just it's so fresh like we don't know um i mentioned chris taylor he was scratched today with back tightness, so <laughs> any small value bump he got is kind of out the window with with Lux, you know, imminent return. And then uh, Jack Peterson, he hit the IL today with left wrist tendonitis. And uh, guess who they finally called back up? Who should have got the spot? The freaking first place, Nico Herner. Man, I have no idea why he didn't get the call. Why he didn't get the job over Bodie? Like. I was so mad because I drafted Herner late in one league and was just like, he was my fallback for second base because I died on the hill that was second base in that league and it didn't work. So now I got to go spend more fab money to go get Herner back, I think. So that pisses me off. Anyway. Yeah. So um, just back to the Nimmo. He's dealing with uh, hip stiffness. So. He was potentially going to be back today, but they kept him out another day. So keep an eye on him. Um, you know, Kevin Pillar's taken taken over for him. Um, I mean, Kevin Pillar is basically 
David Peralta. He makes some, he makes some good web gems every now and then. <laughs> it's a good ESPN yeah, guy. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So, all right. Let's move on to some ads here. Um, so these will be guys that you're looking at that are available in basically 40% or more uh, of your leagues. Um, Philip Evans is the first guy we got here. Now, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there struggling at corner infield. Uh, I am one of them. Uh, Evans, pretty hot start so far. So he's hitting three home runs in the first eight games. Not too shabby. He has struggled a bit since then, but, you know, the stat cast profile is very good, which makes me want to give him a chance. All red, man. If you go on that baseball savant page for him, it's all red. I'm like, whoa. Okay. It's very, uh, very enticing to say the least. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's something you want to pay attention to for him. You know, who knows if it'll really continue, but it's, you know, again, corner infield, even first base, third base for certain people. You know, it's, it's bad out there. There's a lot of injuries. It's, yeah. it's worth the shot, man. Like, you know, I, I, I thankfully didn't need to go out and, and grab him anywhere, but, um, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? Um, next guy we got here is Manny Margot. This one hurts me to have to see and read because I had him in a league and just tried that ours. The- uh yeah it was snagged him i was shocked when i saw him out there i was like wait manny margot like yes click (laughs) he wasn't i needed an outfielder i (laughs) I was like yeah i'm thinking all these scrubs out here (laughs) every every day i would go and be like all right i'm starting manny today i'm feeling good about it and he would not be starting the game i'm like what is going on here he just was not playing and i don't know what the deal with that was but you know, I mean, he's still a sneaky 15-15 guy, and he's got 20 steel upside. So if he stays healthy all season and actually gets playing time, you know, the, the steals are going to be there. And, and that's mm-hmm. why it, it was very hard for me to want to drop him. But I needed players. I needed people that were going to be there because I was getting my ass handed to me from you. And then last week, it was kind of more of the same. So... Whoop de do. Uh, but <laughs> he was available at 69% of leagues, which nice. is absolutely crazy. Um, Sorry. Considering all these outfielders that were just talked about in the first section of injuries, too. So I, I've got at least three injured outfielders on every team of mine right now. And if, if you got my dynasty team, I'm, I've got like seven injured outfielders on that team. It is insane how many outfielders are injured right now. And not just injured, they're on the IL. It's not like, oh, they're day-to-day. They're done. Like, who knows how long? Um, so, I mean, thankfully, I got a haze back in my dynasty league. I was like, sure. And that was the same day Moustakis went on the IL. I was like, great. I don't know. It's just like we're going to trade one for the other. Uh, I mean, I'm picking up guys off the dynasty waiver wire that – just no business of being picked up right now, but I, I just need a body, you know. Anyway, moving on here, and uh, credits to Jeff for this one pointing these out to to me on our on our team that we share for NFBC. Uh, Travis Shaw and Jesus Aguilar. I'm going to mix them together. Two first base pro, uh, guys here. 
you know, Shaw's producing some some pretty moderate power numbers, you know, good good uh, RBI numbers, good run numbers. The the average is a little lacking, so you know, take it for what you will there. Um, Aguilar, however, who is known as somewhat of a power hitter, uh, he has yet to hit a home run, but his average is amazing, two ninety six right now. Uh, so honestly, like I think with these guys, like if you're in desperate need for first base and and things like that, um, or just rostering somebody who's severely underperforming and shouldn't be rostered anymore, <coughs> Miguel Sano, um, go ahead and and drop him and pick up one of these guys and just get production right now, um, and and just just ride it out and and see what you can get later. Maybe maybe another hot guy comes up, maybe a hot another uh, free agent pickup comes up, um, but Aguilar's power is going to come. It, it's going to come. His his that's what he's kind of known for. So. That's coming. Shaw is going to be what he is. I think the average will pick up a little bit, but we're not expecting a 300 hitter out of Shaw, maybe a 250 at best. So uh, Aguilar probably going to drop to like 270. And we're going to get, you know, 25 home runs out of him, you know, that type of thing at this point. So um, pick the guy you need based on your team. And, uh, you know, just like I said, just get production because there's I guarantee you some of you out there are dealing with first basemen who are just atrocious right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of atrocious, uh, we're talking about jerks and Profar, um, Mr. Eligibility on everywhere in the field. <laughs> no homers yet. Okay, that sucks. Uh, but he's got a solid overall 254. I, I guess that's good for him, probably. Uh, three steals. Okay, I'm liking that. And 10 runs scored. That is, that's where the butter mm-hmm. is right there. Um, even with... Fernando Tatis back. He's still seeing plenty of at bats. So Profar has some sneaky value here. And yeah. I mean, we've Again, he's got talked. outfield eligibility. Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah, yeah, got infield eligibility. <laughs> the outfield <laughs> issues that we're dealing with, and he could be a plug in there. And we still don't really know how long Tatis can really stay on the field this year with this injury. So, I mean, it's good that he's back, but he still scares me. So if something comes up and, and he has to deal with that uh, or or decide to actually go and do the surgery now, uh, Profar is going to benefit from that. Um, so we were just talking good things about Javier, uh, Javier, Christian Javier. Um yeah, so he just hit Mike Trout in the elbow, and Mike Trout is in severe pain. I no longer like Christian Javier because guess who my other good outfielder is in our league who I've lost Aloy and Acuna at right now? Oh, yeah, it's Mike Trout. Guess who is no longer winning this league if I lose all three of those guys? <laughs> this guy. Me. Oh, 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 sorry. Well, yeah, you're not winning it either. <laughs> We'll see. We can just hand the trophy to place last Tyler. year. And I barely paid attention. So suck it. I don't think anybody was paying attention last year. Correct. <laughs> I so. paid enough attention to get second place. Yeah, not not happy about the that news coming out. Maybe? Oh my gosh. No. I just hope it like hit him wrong. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just oh jeez, God, I just not need that news tonight. All right, moving on here to some pitchers and. um Started off here with JT Brubaker, the uh, the uh, Pirates. Um, 
he has allowed a single run in each of his three starts this season. Uh, granted, he's only pitched 15 and a third innings. Um, so you know, he's not, not great for like quality start leagues. Um, but 18 strikeouts in each of you know, total out of those 15 point, you know, 15.1 innings pitch. So, I mean, look, he, he's a guy who just needs to be rostered. There, there's easily guys on your, on your team who are not performing. Yeah. Maybe they have bigger names, but you've got streamable pitchers on your roster guaranteed. Go ahead and stream in Brubaker. And if he keeps performing like this, keep him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up, we got Wasker Noah. Uh, he got roughed up in his most recent start here. Brutal. But overall, still still a pretty solid line. Um, pretty much thanks to the two dominant starts he already had before this last one. So, you know, maybe this is just a blip. I, I'm still holding on to him and, and uh, you know, liking what he's doing. So he's out there. Keep an eye on it and uh, and go after him. Brady Singer, eh, bad start. Really bad start. Um, but he's had back-to-back starts with 11 innings pitched, one earned, and 12 Ks. That's uh, that's very, very helpful for your ratios. Uh, and only three walks. So Singer's been looking really good the last couple starts here. See if he can keep it up. Yeah, I was I was one of those ones that took Singer like super late in a couple in a couple leagues, and um, as soon as he got blown up in that first game, I was like, yeah, I mean, he was like my last pick, peace. <laughs> which I hadn't done, which I hadn't done that, but uh, I'll make it up. Like he, he, I think he's replaceable, but again, he's a guy who yeah. needs to be owned more than I did. I forgot to write down the percentage ownership here, but uh, it's it's one of those like I looked at, it, I was like, what? nobody paying attention. <laughs> okay. Um, the last guy here is uh, Kohei Arihara. Um, you know, I think it was, uh, was it Curland who was on during that one or was it Matt Williams? Um, he was the one who brought him up during the, the AL West preview that we had. And it made me go look at him a little more. And I was like, wow, this okay. So I took a chance on him late, like in deeply, like NFBC leagues and things like that. And, um, you know, the first couple of starts were rough. He, he got beat up pretty bad. It just didn't look good. He wasn't getting any strikeouts. It was nothing. He just looked like he was lost. Uh, turns out that he was trying to use the fastball a lot more than he was in Japan. And so he went back these last two starts and started doing, you know, his unpredictable style where he's got seven different pitches and he just throws people off all game. And so he's done that and he's done it very well. And I, I think he's definitely on the radar of on the ad list here for, for somebody who needs some pitching help for sure. So um, it's, you know, I think Jeff, what did we drop him in our NBC league? Shake your head. Yeah, we did. Yeah. That was a mistake because <laughs> we need pitching help. Then he would have helped. So uh, it's unfortunate. Like, you know, you see these guys come in, they don't have any experience. You see them get lit up the first couple of games. You're like, all right, they don't got it. Well, who knew that he wasn't throwing his real game. And uh, now that we know it's, you know, hope, you know, major league hitters will adjust to that as well, but, you know, it, it might be a little bit longer when you've got seven pitches that you're going to have to adjust to. So he's a guy who I am interested in, you know, 
picking up and maybe hanging on to while it's working. So, uh, all right, let's move over to the drops. And and I and I want to preface the drop list here with look with all of these guys that I'm that we are about to mention. Some of them are pretty big names. Uh, there are guys that look honestly. If you can trade them for anybody better that's on the waiver wire, awesome. Right. And obviously league and team context matters when it comes to dropping guys. Like I'm not selling you just drop this guy just to drop him. Right. You have to have replacement value. That's better uh, or, you know, or even comparable. Um, but these are guys that are on my list of guys that I am willing to move on from. If you can find something better. Um, and first off, here's Josh Bell, man. And we talked about how bad, you know, first base and corner infielder is, but he's one of the guys. Uh, he's hitting 161, only one home run yet. Eight runs scored, fine. That's okay. Um, the hard hit rate, which was something we mentioned in the offseason when we did the NL East preview, has actually gone down again this season. And yeah, it's what, three weeks, fine. I get it, but it's gone down more. Um, yeah, you know, I th- I think we'll see the average tick up because he's got a really really bad bad bip right now, and that's probably not going to continue. But I just don't think we're going to get this power surge that we saw back in 2019, or, or maybe he may never eclipse 30 home runs ever again. Like at this rate, at the, with him, like I'm just not sure it's coming. You know, the Statcast data we mentioned it, uh, we mentioned it with Philip Evans. The Statcast data for Bell is like a lot of blue. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you guys aren't familiar, red is really good, blue is bad. So, uh, hot and cold, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's it's as simple as that. Uh, yeah, so this next guy we got here, um, I actually did just recently drop, I, I just couldn't take it anymore, and that's someone who's very similar to Bell. His average should tick up a little bit more because of his crazy low BABIP. Uh, his hard hit rate is 34%. K rate is way up to 31%. And that's mostly why I dropped him because the league I'm in uh, that I had him is uh, penalizing for, for strikeouts, for points, and that sucks. So I got tired of seeing negatives next to his name every day his name is Kevin biggio because i had not said that yet and i know i did not say that yet it was all part of the plan (laughs) he's also not batting at the top of the lineup even with george springer out um i mean he has yet to record a steal that's what people got it for was like the 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 power speed combo like and it's it's not working it's not and it sucks because you know i I, I was kind of torn on him how, you know, whether or not I wanted to draft him, but you know, once the Springer news hit, it's like, okay, well, eh, this could hurt his value a little bit more, but you know, Springer's been out and he's still not doing anything. So it, it's not Springer that caused the problems. Um, at least not right now. No, so, definitely not. I mean, I, I moved on from him and I can't remember if I picked this guy up 
for him or not, but uh, Enrique Hernandez is rostered in yeah in only forty seven percent of leagues on ESPN at least. He is second base and outfield eligible for the Bo Sox. I mean, and he's batting atop the lineup. He's been killing it. Yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's just had he had a stretch of pretty bad games um, a week and a half ago, but since then he's been on fire. So yeah, so, like I said, if, if well, I didn't say this, but if he had been under forty percent available or yeah. over forty percent available, I mean. Uh, then I would have put him in there, but he just eclipsed it. But yeah. uh, so another writer and co-host of the On Deck Circle podcast, Nick Zanaboni, he uh, he just tweeted me that uh, looks like Trout's fine. He's on he's on base. He's flexing the elbow a little bit, but uh, he's not out of the game. So I guess that's a good sign. So, whew. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, man. And another guy here next to here for our drop list, and we talked about him last week, is Keston Hira. I'm done. I just can't with him anymore. Man, his stat line is so atrocious right now. Like it's just it's awful. He's striking out at like a 37% clip. Yeah, it's down from what it was last week, but geez, like it's just so bad, man. Um I don't I don't know what else you can do with him. He he's dropping in the in the lineup. He didn't even start last night. He got like a pinch hitting uh, a pinch hitting uh, duties in one point. But he's got he's batting one eighteen, one home run, five runs, five RBIs, and then a steal. Like it's I know it's early, man. But like he's one of those guys that I know you probably drafted him pretty high because of what he did back in 2019. And you were just kind of writing off 2020 a little bit and hoping he would bounce back, but it hasn't been good. The strikeout rate is rising as we mentioned in the off season. And we mentioned it last week too. Uh, The stat cast data is not good for him. Hard hit rates dropping. Like everything's just not, nothing is pointing up for him. And we said this exact same thing last week. I gave it another week. I'm done. Move on from this guy. And go get second base is tough to to move on in, but hopefully, you know, maybe you can find somebody who wants to buy the name value. That's all I can think of with this guy. Uh, but I don't want anything to do with him anymore. That's so yeah, <laughs> just yeah, just done. I'm, I'm completely off of him now as well. It's just it's not worth it, uh, even with as bad as second base. Has been in general. Captain <laughs> uh, also a <laughs> shockingly oh, that man. might be close. No, <laughs> I mean at that point I'm taking hero, but oh man, yeah, that's that's good. yeah. Uh, he wrote Keaton here. I'll put the real one up. <laughs> Typo. I get it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's yeah, it's getting that man. It's getting that bad. It's so. Next guy we got here. Man, his, his exit velocity is 90. Ugh. Ugh. Not good, I mean, man. Yeah, that's, He's just that's not making terrible. contact. So, Victor Robles. You know, trying to figure out whether or not this was the year for the bounce back was a fun, fun little thought that we had. And um, <laughs> that is now gone. The 204 average is 
garbage. The zero home runs is garbage. The one RBI and one steal. No, you're not cutting it, dude. I mean, hey, he's got four runs. Does that count? No. 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 Okay. Doesn't. It doesn't matter. He's walking 13% of the time. That's way above his his average. This is the only thing he's got for In leagues where you get credit for walks. Hey, OBP um, leagues, you get 350. Somehow get (laughs) seven points per walk. He might have some value (laughs) for another four days. Uh, His his Uh, 41 ISO. Oh, (laughs) gosh. Get out of uh, here. <laughs> it's just, it's terrible. It's you, just you terrible. Wanna, okay, so even... I mentioned how bad the hard hit rates were for everybody else so far. His hard hit rate, 17.7%. 17.1%. Sorry. Gave him a little too much credit. Soft contact, 31%. Hizzy, no, I'm just, yeah. Bye-bye. Get off my team. Yeah. Thankfully, people were reaching on him a little more than I was because I was all for the bounce back. I thought this power speed could be a little more, maybe not what it was before, but I was kind of in on it. But I'm so glad people were more in on it than me. That's the one place I didn't screw up. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, most of the time you weren't paying a lot for him in your drafts, you know, unless you were really buying into the bounce back. So... I think you can easily go out, find someone on the waivers that's producing, you know, uh, let's see, uh, two RBIs or more, um, more than one steal. There's probably uh, a handful of people out there doing that. And uh, the average, yeah, that's probably pretty easy to find something better there. Um, And I will want to add another name here, another bigger name, teammate. Of Mr. Robles, and that is Kyle Schwarber. <sighs> Again, it, it's tough because he's owned again ESPN seventy three percent. All over that, I was using the Fantasy Pros uh, Player Rater page, and I think it does like a combination. So I don't know what his. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what his is on that. I just had my team up for Schwarber, so. Um, I mean, he's got one homer, two RBIs, a 200 average, zero steals, so uh, three runs. I, he's worse than Robles. Um, I don't know how yeah. that's even possible, <laughs> but he's found a way to do it. And uh, you know, it's like if if Robles was 2020, then Schwarber is 2021, saying, "Hold my beer." Um, it's like, hey, let's have a a fisticuffs battle of who can suck the worst on this team. Again, Schwarber did miss some time early, um, with the COVID issues and whatnot. So maybe he's just not in his groove yet. Maybe it will come. It's it's a hard cut because he's rostered so heavily and someone would likely go out and still scoop him up on the name value. Um, but uh, he's got 19 points in my fantasy league that I have been 19. And he's another guy that's just like a negative one, a zero, a negative one, a zero, a five. Whoa, <laughs> slow down, buddy. Calm yourself. <laughs> five. All right. You know, eight, zero, negative one and a half, 
I, I can't, I can't deal with that. You know, the negatives are, are new this year and it just really bothers me. So maybe it's more he, it, so he know. is rostered in 66% of leagues. And yeah, I guess I didn't have, I didn't realize that fancy pros didn't list every player. They only listed the top 300, but I wish uh, I had had him on there. But again, he's so, I'm actually shocked. He's, he's rostered so high. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. I, mean, I wish I, I mean, wish I had known that earlier. That's my bad on the research guys. Um, Another, yeah, I mean, Conforto's up there, but I mean, I don't think I'm cutting him yet. He's he's a little no. too good, but uh, I think he's bouncing back. Uh, Kyle Lewis is up there, 85, percent but obviously he was he was injured. I think he he he'll, he'll I don't think he's anybody trying to cut right now. So yeah, I mean, there's some other guys out there. Uh, Dansby Swanson hasn't been playing well, but I'm not cutting him either. Uh, so yeah, there's some other guys out there that are really far down the list. I'll tell you. One that's interesting, and he's gotten some news, is Gleber Torres. Um, there's been some some rumblings that, you know, they might, you know, I don't know, sit him, or I don't even know what they can do with him right now, but uh, he, he's batting 186, and uh, it's just, it's ugly for him right now. No home runs, four runs, an RBI, and a stolen base. It's just, it's not pretty for him. He, he's a guy who, I don't think I'm cutting, or trying to, but I'd be willing to trade him. If somebody wants to buy him off of me, I think I'm moving on from Torres. Like, you know, he was another one of those guys that we wanted to see a quick bounce back. Um, and yeah, Trent said the same thing as you said last year, AJ, last week, AJ, with, with Torres. We talked about him last week. Is Yeah, the Yankees play the Orioles next week. So yeah, don't worry about Torres. Uh, Torres got three hits fun. today. So yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe he'll get his, his, his guy together. It's but it's all he needed. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's just one of those things. Uh, I, I don't know. It, because of how bad he played last year and because of how bad he started out this year already, like he, he's one of those guys. I'm just, if I have him, I think I might just buy my time with him. You're probably not going to go to a whole lot for him, but uh, if somebody really wants to, to, to give you something of, of value for him, I, I'd be all for it. Forrest over here saying he's a buy low. Um, yeah, I I feel you. I just don't know, really know what I'd be willing to give up for him at this point because I just I just yeah, uh, yeah. Trent says sell as high, sell sell high as possibly you can is when after the Orioles series ends. Yeah, he'll probably hit like seven home runs in those three games. So because uh, that's what yeah. he does. So it's it's it, it's an interesting play here for him. But you know, just some guys to watch out for. Again, as I said before, this segment started. Be mindful of, you know, these are just guys we're talking about are not having good starts and you can move on. If the value is right, it matters with your team, the size of your league. We we kind of go with the average, you know, 12 team leagues, you know, 26, 27 roster spots type of thing, corner infield, middle infielders. So that's what we're going for. If you got much deeper leagues, then these guys probably are nowhere on your drop list. I get it. Um you're in my shallower leagues. Some of these guys might have already been dropped. Uh, that type of thing. So again, don't just take what we say for a Bible. Just take it in context and use it to for you know use it as a tool for you to make the right decision. Um, but with that being said, I think you and I are kind of done. AJ, we're gonna let Jeff run the show tonight. Um, it's about time. I know, man. I'm just going to sit back. Oh, my God. Uh, I hate all of you. 
All of you. This is awful. <laughs> Welcome, producer <laughs> Jeff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't get paid enough for this. That was um, Klingon for hello. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. I've, I've been here. Um, I'm here every week. You usually held and you live you love every minute of it i right? usually usually held a gunpoint um but <laughs> no so what we decided to do and this was joe's idea i get credit for 98 percent of the show um but this one's actually his <laughs> what <laughs> um so joe brought up the idea of doing you know like a this or that or play a or b so we're doing who would you rather roster and uh, the entire week, Joe was on pins and needles waiting to get the info for this. And the best part is he still has no info about this because that's I was cheating. just trying to figure out what game we were actually playing so I could sh- type up my show notes. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and that, 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 that was production stuff. Anyways. Um, so <laughs> what, <laughs> what we're going to do. Shtick. Hello. Yeah, huh? yeah. No, the, it's stuff that nobody needs to hear about. Um, it's top secret. Uh, anyways, uh, what we decided to do. And by we, me, uh, this is going to be five rounds. It is it is a player A and a player B. Uh, I have included stats. Majority of these are very similar players. And one thing to consider is that when you see player A and B on a specific uh, round, they are going to be at the same position or they can play that position. So it isn't just like strictly like a catcher versus like catcher. If that catcher also has like outfield, like eligibility. So they could also be going against an outfielder. So I wanted to give a little bit of variability with that. And then after uh, Joe and AJ decide which player they want, I will reveal who they are as well as their ownership on Yahoo and ESPN. So that you realize, Oh, that's pretty low. I should try to get them. You at least have that information. So, you guys, you guys okay with that? Sure. Can Good. you handle this? All right. So, and it, this worked earlier, so let's hope it works now. So, <laughs> here, so here it's not go. it's not OBS, and it's not your computer running it. Oh, we might God. have to go to the overlays. Yeah, overlays off. Yeah, Anyways, overlays I, off. Yeah. If he, if people are fifty minutes into this, I think they know what show it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn, so, another another blow, man. I don't know. Okay, okay. So here we go. The first. <laughs> I mean, we see you, the stats. Just kidding. Just go. What what you're seeing here are two players that are not necessarily playing their greatest, but they are still fantasy relevant, especially if you are in an OPS league. So we will start with Joe, since he tends to talk the most. Uh, between not, player not A, between player A and player an B, who would you rather? <laughs> to me and my ability to outtalk everybody. How kidding. Don't don't give AJ ammo to talk more. Jeez, what is wrong Jeez. with you? That is okay. a bad idea. Jo- Joe, who would you rather have? Player A or player B? <sighs> Man, I wish there was some like metrics with this instead of just like the flat loud. Listen, the re- no, the reason why I we know, did this I know, is I know because it's fantasy based, even though even though we know, all clearly use fan grass and all that. Almost. I I know. Uh I'm going to go with player A, even though the average is low. I'm going to guess this guy is probably just having a, a bad early start with some bad bit luck. And, and you know, maybe the ones he's hitting are, are, are just going yard right now. AJ? Uh, yeah, I think I'll go with B. Um, you know, the, the stats are very close here. You know, 
one stolen base more. Okay, great. You know, neither of these guys might be steals guys, and this guy just happened to grab one. You know, I I like the power stats there though, so I'm gonna go with that, especially in the you know in the o- OPS league. It's two what hundredths thousandth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, that's very very meaningless. So I like B. All right, you guys ready for this? Drum roll. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, man. It's... Trent Dickerson nailed it. <laughs> he got to with Freddie Freeman. That was awesome. <laughs> okay. So, as you can see, uh, Freddie Freeman, bad start to the year. Um, uh, clearly, though, he's still, you know, MVP. And if you actually look at the MVP, Jose Abreu isn't exactly hitting lights out either. He just by nope. chance has um, two grand slams this year. Um, but this is also why Carlos Santana, despite whatever he's batting his average wise, he's always fantasy relevant because he mm-hmm. walks and he just finds ways to run to the ball. And let's be honest, Kansas City is playing good baseball this year. So, yeah. And he's part of it yeah. as as one of their only like major like offseason additions. And as you can see, especially on Yahoo, uh, still pretty much available if you want them. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's his, pretty um, staggering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no mind. Move on. I was gonna ask a question, but I realized it was all on the board. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. Our next. Who would you rather? As you can see, this one is a smaller sample size. But, yeah, I know who but, player B is, <laughs> but 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 yeah, there there's there's major production out of both these players so far. AJ, who do you want? Wow. Uh, oof. I mean, I'll take A this time because you already know who B is, so I'll stick with A. The one two oh five is can I? No way that that's <laughs> sustainable. Yeah, I was gonna say, can, can I? Absolutely no way. I think I know who B is. Okay, well then pick but who you I'm want. Just gonna, and... So yeah, I mean, you guys I'm, can I'm gonna... like the same player. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm gonna go with go... A. No, I'm gonna go with A. Okay, Joe, who do you think B is? Is it Aquin? No, does he have more at bats? And it's it's Tyler Naquin. Yeah. Naquin, and sorry, he has, he has more at bats, and actually, he has a much worse average than oh B Jordan is, uh... Luplo. Oh, I was just gonna say, I actually when I saw his stats on the player so, radar today on Fantasy Pros, I almost added him to our ad list, and then realized he's only thirty at bats. <laughs> and I was like, "Wait a minute, that's not good." <laughs> but what what I found interesting, this is one of those ones where like I had to sit there and like you know kind of shock, is that Akil Badu has been arguably the biggest story, you know, for this right. guy, Rule Five pick, you know, talk about ad ad ad. And Jordan Luplo, who really is a platoon player with Ben Gamble on the Indians, mm-hmm. has has actually been like exponentially better than Gamble in his situation. So, and as you look, he's actually better than Badu technically. You know, again, also unsustainable, but also widely more available. So, if you're someone that can do you know daily waiver ads, like why not not why not ride him? You know, while he actually you know bats against certain pitchers. Yeah, if you know he's going to play that day, go ahead and and you know yeah. if you if you can stream your stream hitters, <laughs> which most people honestly can't in those types of leagues, yeah. um, mm-hmm. in those size of leagues. But because but you're you're going to drop a guy that's going to play you know five out of seven days a week for a guy who's going to play what two? Yeah, and <laughs> it's and tough. It's, but, yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny since I do a lot of DFS at Fantasy Labs, he always like tops 
the outfield model, no matter if it's DraftKings or FanDuel, he's always at the top, even when he wasn't like doing as well as he was like the first week because he was playing the White Sox and they had a lot more lefties and stuff like at the face and he was just sucking. But now it's just like he's clearly better. I wouldn't be surprised if he just gets more opportunity over Gamble anyways. Yeah, I mean, eventually it could happen, but right now it's not. And so that's why you take Badu. Although Badu's sitting a lot more recently. Yeah. Over the last he week, he's been, he's been benched a bunch. And so that kind of sucks. Seems like he's only facing, uh, he's only facing the righties. So, which is good, the good side of the platoon, but still, that hurts. Mm-hmm. All right. Our third group here. As you look, a lot of similarities again. Huh. And then I added the K to walk rate on purpose because you'd be kind of surprised at how one player actually is walking considering who he is. Um, this also, I, I guess I'll kind of let it slip a bit. The third baseman. So, Joe, would you rather have player A or player B? Man, this one's tough. Um, I'm going to go B. Uh, I, I like the fact that, you know, a little bit more power, a little bit more run potential too, it looks like. Um, I'll, I'll take the dip in average just slightly if it means I'm going to get, you know, a little bit more production out of him. You mean considering like the league average right now is like 233 or something like that? No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, yeah. would you rather have player? I, I think I do like A better. Um, I, I mean, the production is there. Plus, you're getting the better average. Um, the K's again. I already talked about suck in my one league, but I, you know, this this to me seems like it's okay. He's still walking at mm-hmm. the same rate as the other person. So, yeah, I like A. All right. Also, fun fact: both these players have eligibility at first base. It is uh, Colin Moran and Rafael Devers. Devers, yeah. AJ, I'm killing you. You, you How are you like killing me? I have the like, better picks. You, you right, like the, this like another thing that this just displays is that you know, sure, it's a bad start, but also Colin Moran's in a walk year, and if you guys you know forget, he was one of the key pieces in the Garrett Cole trade between Houston and Pittsburgh. So it's pretty much if he ain't cutting it with Pittsburgh this year, what is he going to be going forward? I think what retired. <laughs> but here's the thing with Moran, though, too, right? Is that high school okay, so, baseball coach? So yes, we we, <laughs> we know we know the Red Sox offense isn't nearly as good as it was, but it's still pretty good. Verdugo is hitting the hell right now. I will like. Yeah. I would like Martinez, to say that you're wrong, and, Joe. They're top five in offense. I was going to say they, but look, hmm. it was it. What I'm saying is it, it isn't as good as it was. It was like out of this league good a couple oh. years ago. It is still phenomenal right now and so people are under understanding and i was a couple weeks ago too like i didn't think that they were that good when you get shut up by the orioles the first weekend of the year like i kind of was like all right bye guys <laughs> you're off and i just whatever endeavors had a horrible start um moran play for the pirates man like their offense is awful and so, like, the runs aren't going to be there. The RBI opportunities aren't going to be there. And so, yeah, you know, he can be a good fill-in guy for an injured player here and there. But Devers is the guy you clearly wanted here. So. Well, yeah, but but did you also know that Pittsburgh's in the top half in baseball in offensive war? Yeah, it's three weeks. 
<laughs> oh, oh, so you are so damn selective when it comes to where like, oh, it's three weeks. Oh, we need to give him more time. You literally just did that in this yeah. segment with Raphael Devers against the Pittsburgh offense. Devers had a bad week. Okay, and maybe <laughs> Pittsburgh had, well, they've had a bad like 20 years. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I found it interesting that the power is there for Comran, and that is something that was expected out of him. Handful of years. No, I, I, think he's, I think he's better than where he was being drafted. I do agree with you there. Uh, I just think, again, the opportunities with that offense is going to struggle um, throughout the year more so than Devers hitting around JD Martinez and Verdugo and 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 Bogarts and they, they got some they got some players there to where Pittsburgh it's 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 rough. <laughs> so. You can make an argument too that division sucks in the NL Central too. So, division the AL East isn't great right now either. Honestly, Yankees are dog yeah, shit. Honestly, well, dude. Yeah, there's <laughs> some. There's something. And um, the Yankee, and the, we all know the Orioles aren't very good. So, okay. All right, so <laughs> we are we are going to go to our last hitter. This is round four. Uh, yeah, this is interesting. So the reason why I have this is because I think both of these players are uh extremely underowned. So AJ, wow, would you rather have player A or player B? As and I say that because I think both these players honestly should be no less than like 90% owned in season long leagues. Uh I was leaning B because the av- because of the more at bats and the average still good. But the four steals, you, you got to go after that, I think. You know, the runs are a little down. RBI's obviously down, but you can you can find runs and RBI's and power elsewhere. The steals you can find, but I think they're potentially harder to come by. And in less at-bats. I mean, four steals already. I, I like that. The OPS, I, I don't, that might not sustain, but um, I'm going with A. Joe. I'm leaning an A also. I'm trying to figure out who it is. I have the name on the tip of my tongue, but I can't spit out right now. Uh, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to A too. I wonder if like it's a player that was like, you know, hurt the first week or had like a team that was hurt by. Injured, you know, COVID issues, COVID, you know, stuff like that, and that's, and so clearly, like this guy's good, and just that's what we're dealing with here with that, and uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, both these guys look like they should be owned way more, but I mean, the the at bats are a little low for both of them, you know, to be full time players. B's closer, but A, and that could be the pre- reason why they're not as owned as you think they should be, but I'm um, I'm curious, who are they? All right, so they are both second basemen that I think should be higher owned. Is one Joey Yes, Chisholm home and Ty France. Yeah, I have Ty France. All of I have, I have Chisholm. All right, I have Chisholm in one league too because I was desperate. So yeah, he he didn't get a lot of bats to start the year, and he was down towards the bottom of the order. Yep. And then he goes and hits a hundred mile per hour fastball uh, up and in against him against Jacob Degrom. You know, out of the park. Uh, so yeah, like first pitch of the game, whatever the hell the crap was. It was it was insane, but yeah, if you look at their at their ownership, um, entirely too low. It's been up. I've I've written about both 
multiple times in waiver columns and other sites, but you need to read fancy six pack company, man. Um, but yeah, I, I just really, I don't understand, especially like you guys mentioned, you see the four stolen bases and 46 at bats. It's, it's more sustainable than not because that's Chisholm's one of his things. Yeah. He also, yeah. he did project to have power despite being a smaller person. Uh, they just didn't know how. And then you see him hit that pitch by DeGrom and it's like, Okay, I get it. Like you got to have fast hands to hit a, a hundred mile fastball up in the zone like that. So um, both these players are great. I know Ty France was traded from San Diego, where he was getting a pretty good amount of bats in last year's certain season, and I was concerned he wasn't going to translate in Seattle's lineup. And obviously, they've had a lot of other younger players come around, and he has been nothing short of fantastic even before Kyle Lewis came back. So, yeah, and yeah, he's hitting hit middle of the lineup too, which is great on that team. Ty France had like an epically good spring and I was, you know, I was able to grab him pretty late in every draft I got him in and I love it so far. You know, is he a league winner? No, but like he should be owned in more than he should be rostered in more than 62% of Yahoo leagues and 50% of ESPN leagues. That's, that's criminal jazz. I sort of get the low ownership because people are skeptical still like, you know, it with the low at bats. I get it. But yeah, at this point, guys, we're rostering people who are way worse than these guys. Go just play the play the waiver wire game. You got yeah. to. You're going to eventually. I promise you. And not just that now. too. He he actually has draft pedigree. Like he exactly. was a he, he was, was a very high pick. draft pick, and he he's actually made it. And that's something that that matters in baseball more than I think than most other. Yeah, guys. like two years ago, Chisholm would have been like, bam, immediate ad. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, man, he failed like once. We're done with him. Like, okay. How many times have we seen that mm-hmm. story happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually up to 65% now rostered in ESPN, uh, which is a jump of 49.8%. Yeah, this is this is days. all yeah. stuff that I got before stuff today. So obviously yeah. waivers could have, you know, with daily, especially in ESPN and Yahoo. So no, that's great because that's one of those guys. I wrote him as like a skeptical ad, like week one. And then last week it's like, yeah, I was wrong. You should have added him right away. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those things like, and it's great too. Cause he's, he's actually really good. He's animated and there's yeah, really not much excitement in Miami right now. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I was funny him on the 15th of April. So a it was ago. funny. Yeah. It was funny because in that uh in TGFBI, and I've mentioned this league a couple of times, uh, that was the league where 16 second basemen were drafted within the first 13 rounds. And I didn't draft a single one and then realized, oops. Uh <laughs> and so I like put in the chat, I was like, you all just drowned me in second base, and that's and it just awful. And somebody jokingly went. Hey, draft Jazz in Chisholm. He's having a good spring, and, and you know this was TGFBI is like early March, no, mm-hmm. like mid February even. And I was just like, eh, I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, I wish I hadn't done that. <laughs> and I wish you would say his name correctly, Chisholm. Chisholm, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Why do I keep saying Chisholm? I don't know. Uh, you think of Lonnie Chisenholm, probably. Yeah. I don't know who the hell I'm thinking of. Anyway, Chisenhall. Chisenhall. Yeah. Chisenhall. No, no. And also, Jazz has blue hair. 
Um, yes, that's awesome. That helmet and, came off. I was like, and, yeah, that's awesome. And I, I, I have to give a little dap to Shakia Taylor. She lives in Chicago, originally from Ohio. She writes for Baseball Prospectus. Did a really nice article on Chisholm uh, this week that is totally worth your read. It only takes about five minutes to do it. So check right. out Baseball Prospectus. It is a free article. All right, we have one more, and I jumped to pitchers for this one, so we would leave them out. So as you can see, both of them have pitched pretty well to start the year. Uh, they both have a pretty good strikeout to walk rate. And one of them, by chance, uh, has actually done pretty good in hits. So fairly equal mm-hmm. players. Joe, who are you taking, player A or player B? Damn, this is uh, super close. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go player B. I like the higher strikeout and the, and the, and the less and the less walks. AJ, player A or player B? Mm. Yeah, I... ERA and whip I, is deceptive, but it depends on opponents a lot of times. I mean, so yeah. does Hayes and walks, but to me... Like, I mean, still, 219 is ERA phenomenal. is phenomenal. Awesome. I know it's, yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> phenomenal players. Four games, there's still two quality starts in there. So, yeah, I think I like B, too. This, this is going to shock you guys, because one of them we talked about, we were concerned that he was going to be in a six-man rotation. Oh, uh, John Means. Cool. John Means and Nola, man, they're both, they're both phenomenal. Baby. I have no yeah. idea why this went white either. That's, that's, that's good production <laughs> value right there. So, My eyes. No, just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I still want Nola more. I, you know, yeah. I, oh, yeah, I of didn't, course. I didn't like his draft stock. I still didn't think he'd do this. He's been great so far, but he has those stretches where he's just like not a good pitcher. John means we all loved, but again, as you said, we were concerned rotation. But he hasn't worked out that lights, way for Baltimore. He's been That's lights right. out. He's he was lights out before the last too. year too. Yeah, was, I mean he was yeah 2019 and then into 2020 a little bit before he fell apart. Uh, yeah, he totally fell off. Last and year, it's funny but... you guys brought up opponents. Like, would you rather face the the AL East if you're John Means, or rather face the NL East if you're Aaron Nola? Like, those are both like com- competitively looking at batting Hicks. lineups. They're both fairly. I mean, Toronto Yankees, Red Sox hitting lineups are phenomenal. Yeah, Rays are iffy. Yeah, hitting wise, NL East obviously they don't have to face Philly, but Philly's not hitting the ball with a damn right now, so that doesn't matter. No. The Nats aren't hitting the ball really well right now either. So no. okay, I, I blame COVID a little bit for that too because that really yeah, messed up yeah that players. screwed him up. I mean that's so, what I mean, totally yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta's on fire. Bounce back, honestly. Atlanta's on fire, honestly, and then the Mets are kind of meh. So honestly, the Mets Atlanta are figuring is... it out against the Cubs. Just the Cubs have figured it out too this week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is that is that I, more on, is that more on the Mets or more on the Cubs pitching staff? <laughs> oh, the Cubs pitching staff is awful. But right, like, so, like, but, but Lindor finally got off the Schneid and got his first home run, and it was yes. a monster blast. Peter Alonso had another home run tonight. I know Peter Alonso is going to. 230 with 30 home runs. So you see fine. that you see the exit below <laughs> on his home run last night. No. 115. Damn. All right. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so, yeah. I still want Nola here. I, yeah. I still and I think that division actually might end up being easier to pitch against than than the least in the long run. You yeah, know, the one stat that I didn't include, I didn't mean to up there, but I did. It's fine. Um, um the one stat I think the one stat that may have given it away. Um Aaron Nola has a complete game this year. And mm. you can pretty much count on your fingers how many complete games have been thrown this year. 
So like that was one thing that I kept out on purpose we because there's no hitters. Because, but but so. those but, but those yeah. actually the, but like complete games matter a lot more now than they did even you know ten oh, yeah. years ago. They're, so. they're rare. They're so rare. Exactly. So that yeah. would have been too much of a giveaway for me. No, that, that's cool. No, uh, yeah, no. Th- this is this was great stuff, man. I, I love just going through this process and having to think it out. You know, it's sort of a, you know it's sort of a game. I try to play like well. Was he trying to trick me here? <laughs> but I mean, I was being honest. Like, I would rather have X player and, and more just because I'm trying to think of like, you know, I know we always get these like hot stars from these guys who kind of are nothing and, and, mm-hmm. and kind of how I figured you went about it. But it's still uh with some of them, yeah. Because obviously, you look at like Badu and, and Ludlow, like right. Ludlow, like, yeah. That both, was, both those are two two hot starting players. Yeah, two hot stars yeah. from the outfield. Like, how do you really judge them? Like, both these guys have track record you know Noah clearly longer you know you're talking Chisholm and France two guys you know that are expected to be you know important yeah, yeah, in those, their lineups were really good. and, and at second base too. which has been a cesspool as we talked about here earlier so yeah like like I, it was just interesting that some of these guys popped up the way that they did so there's probably like 83,726 questions spread out through Twitter <laughs> about some of these names, like which trade should I accept? Badu for DeGrom or Scherzer <laughs> for DeGrom? Mm-hmm. And some person's going to be like, dude, Badu all the way, do it. And then they're they're going to lose DeGrom because of that. So, <laughs> yeah, no. Those, yeah, but maybe, maybe they may not lose him. But <laughs> Maybe this is something we are going out. Mm-hmm. And maybe we should try to do this like once a month. Yeah, see how I, I like goes. this. Like our, I like last show, our last show of every month. Even yeah, well, well, this, this one's one. a little weird because of uh, obvious things. Obviously, we, we can mention what's going to be happening next Thursday. Oh, obviously, need a calendar. So. No, it's not. Yeah. Forever show, baby. NFL yeah. draft. Yes. For, yeah. Yeah. So for those that don't know, the NFL shows. draft. This, All right. This, so we have five shows in April. So that our fourth. We show. don't have a five fifth show in April because we're not doing this one. NFL draft is next Thursday. For those who don't know, oh, apparently sure. AJ doesn't know. And yeah. uh, AJ, so, what's the NFL shows? So yeah. is that is that the new like English soccer thing that's going <laughs> hey. on? Yeah, Fo- yeah. A- football. We're doing that. No, yeah, we're doing so a super league draft. Let's let's, let's close this out. Is that, so is that how you say it? next Thursday, uh, we're doing the uh, we're doing our our third annual live NFL draft show. Uh, for the last couple of years, it's been me and Celan Lacou uh, doing it. This year, we're gonna include uh, a few more people. Uh, it's going to be let me get my, let me get my list up here so I don't murder anybody's names here. Going to be Bob Van Duser, who is a IDP specialist, John Witt. And Kyle Williams, all a bunch of guys who've been doing a lot of a lot of good draft prospect articles on the website, and uh, you guys definitely go check all those out. They're on the uh, menu there. Go into football, and then uh, twenty twenty one NFL draft stuff there. Check that out. Um, we got rankings, we've got mock drafts, we've got a whole bunch of things, and uh, so all of us are going to be on next week. We're gonna have a bunch of guests. And uh, I'll be tweeting out the guest list uh, ne- this next week on Twitter. So I uh, go ahead and check that out. But there's some good guests coming on here um, next week as well to, to help us out here during that show. But it is live during the draft. So uh, jump in and out, depending how everyone. I'd, I'd 
you know, if you want to sit out for the whole four hours, appreciate it, but I, I, I get it. Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> but uh, we have a good time. You know, we put back a few of these and we just, we just chill out and talk some, talk some football, man. Am I, so, am I uh, producing that show? I think I think Keith said he'd he'd help out. So if, if you you guys you guys can talk about it if you want to, maybe you guys can split the split the work. But uh, we'll, we'll sign up for a team. <laughs> we'll I, I don't, know, I don't know. I think the Eagles got taken by somebody else randomly. But if you want to jump in for another team, feel free. AJ has no idea what's going on. He didn't even know his draft next week. So uh, I have no we're interest. Just gonna, in we're just gonna kill the show before AJ looks like more of an idiot. Although I do, I do appreciate some of that. Stuff. He got a haircut, so he kind of he yeah, put a cap I, lo- on it. I lost a lot. We don't Grizzly Adams so, over here. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and pop up my next another... beer, the Mind Haze, because that's about where I am right now. Yeah, that sounds uh, like it. That's pretty <laughs> fitting. We'll be talking about the FNL draft next week. Um, <laughs> So be sure to bring your your soccer cleats and uh, and your tall socks. Okay, all right, shin pads everywhere. Let's your do it. Tall socks. All right, man. Jeff, thanks for uh, thanks for helping out tonight, man. That was that was a good segment. We'll uh, yeah, definitely have to incorporate that in as uh, as the season moves on. All right, guys. Good night, and uh, check us out next week for that NFL draft live show. Peace.